uh, should we do a bit of um, like some impression, like some Bowie or something? Like we're both Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Hey, Bowie, man. That's not a very good Bowie impression. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I have I have travelled round the world. I have changed time, and I have done it all for you. Hey, I'm David Bowie, and you know that because I said my name in the oh, thing. Sorry, that's how that's that's how I got it wrong. Yeah, because I, I didn't say that. Okay, I'm David Bowie, and I've turned back time, and I've done it all for you, Fulton. Yes, if you like the Danger Club, then head on down to our Patreon. Yes, go to our Patreon. Patreon. Patreon in space. This is Patreon to Patreon. We're looking for you. You can subscribe at only two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> You've maybe, got maybe. one, two tears or three tears where you can have a shirt or a song customly made for you. We've still got to do that for some people. Don't mention it again because they won't know and then we will not have to do it. Unless you're really, really, really annoying. Oh, far away. Oh, yeah, I should have done far no, away. Yeah. I, I was going to jump in, but I thought, you know, <laughs> I better not. See you, Bowie. Bye, Bowie. Previously on the Danger Club podcast. Is um, a sort of a, a knoll hanging around. Hey, six. <laughs> he puts the drinks down and puts up his hand for a high five. Bubble high, high fives. Five. You have to let go of the good to make way for the great. Feels like the elder abandoned the good ages ago. <laughs> I've never had a Kibway in a reusable jug before. I saw him heading off towards the shrine of Grandmother Grace. This is a symbol of serenade. You open your eyes and look into the terrified expression of Borash. Prince of the Wasteland. The adventure continues now. We're rolling. We are rolling. Yes. Awesome. Um, hey, does anyone uh, remember um, talking about crisps? Yes. Yes. Of course yeah. we do. Any good times. You remember, uh, remember me talking about uh, Takis? Mm. Yeah, you remember that? The the Mexican beauties. Oh, this is them. Oh, no found way. some of these I did. Now these are not the exact ones I was talking about. They were they were zombies. They were like, you know, sort of um cucumber, like they were bright green and cucumbery. But these ones are of, of the same ilk. They're called Fuego. And look at the colour on that. What? Look at that. I'm holding a chip <laughs> up to the oh, it's like you've got fuego bright in, red. All fuego them. in Spanish means fire, hence why you've got yes. that insane red colour on that chip, which is entirely <laughs> yeah, natural, right. I'm sure. They've got that from yeah. I, I mean I I suspect that this wouldn't pass like, you know, sort of EU regs, but we're not in the EU anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so tack us up, baby. Yeah. The one the one silver lining of Brexit is that Drum can eat horrible, horrible red crisps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Uh, actually, oh. Shout out. It's funny you mention that mm. because uh, I was at uh, Birmingham Games Expo. I mentioned the last episode. Uh, and I was with there with Star Dangerling, an excellent chap all round, uh, Matt. Um, and uh, he actually, we were talking about the callback to the crisps d- discussion we had. I didn't realise 
Brannigans are discontinued. And if you look on no Amazon, way, man. There, there's there's packs of like boxes of Brannigans going for <laughs> insane amounts of money on eBay and stuff because they are they're done, they're done. All right, so listen, uh, uh, has anyone ever heard? I've got two things about crisps. Right, maybe I should save them for another <laughs> that was time. So dramatic, Colin. I was <laughs> oh like, my God. Now listen, I don't want any more talk about Brannigans. Now this is I- huge. This is huge. Does anyone here? I'll ask the question. Does anyone? Here, <laughs> does anyone here remember Hedgehog crisps? Yes. Oh, very vaguely, yes. Mm. You do? Yeah. Do. And they, okay. came, they had weird flavours. So, <clears throat> Andrea, my partner, her father was the creator of Hedgehog Crisps. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. That's pretty cool. How That's huge cool. is that? That is How huge. huge. That, that is, is really huge. huge. That- um, actually, funny enough, one of my uh, family as well has a sort of vaguely similar story, and uh, they work for Round Trees. And they invented oh, yeah? the sugar coating on Smarties and they designed the polo. Bro. But I can't remember his name. Oh my uh, God. This is escalating out of all proportion. <laughs> we've, we've, gone, we've, we've gone from I have a crisp to some crisps don't exist anymore to I know people who invented crisps to I know someone who invented the polo. This is the trajectory <laughs> we're on at the moment. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Danger Club podcast. Yay. Oh, hey. uh, now, just, uh, just before we, we get lost in Pramble, lost in Pramble, um, I want to shout out to the, uh, the last episode. I mentioned I bought some very gothy dice they are the carrion crown pathfinder uh, dice for that adventure path so for anyone uh, got, got some of those not to be confused with the adventure path carry on crown which is satirical different I'm going to take over Galarian and also a big shout out to Sky Guardian Creations who made some wonderful handmade dice for me uh, well, no, not on the spot, but she's made some wonderful dice. Uh, she's, she's a lovely, lovely uh, person. And uh, yeah, they're really cool. They're full of stars. In the they words are. of David Bowman, they are full of stars. They're uh, so, gorgeous. Yeah. They're gorgeous they are dice. lovely. Like so big shout much. out to them. Uh, I mean, I was, still, I was still on the crisp. This so is the like, thing. I don't want to go back to this. how good those dice are. But I, I really, really want to. I know. Second crisp thing. I was so blindsided by Hedgehog's. Go on. It's all right. There's a massive like story behind Hedgehog Crisps. I won't go into it. Maybe we'll do like an extra episode on it. But like, yeah, it is pretty amazing, the story. And the other thing is, and it hasn't arrived yet but i have a package coming with some dill pickle pringles they're on their <gasps> way oh, no way <laughs> so listen Sir, you I have think... my interest and now you have my attention <laughs> <laughs> yeah the dill pickle pringles are on their way i think i'm not sure but there might be some buffalo ones slipped in there as well oh now I've recently found out this is another thing actually I mean it's kind of similar it's the same sort of thing but they've recently they've released in this country like Donna Kebab flavour Pringles Mm. so I think the next time we're together I should have this package we should probably get the obscure Pringles that you have in this country as well and we should probably do like a pub salad a pub salad with these new fandangled Tasty editions of these crisps. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm really excited about that idea. I love a pub salad. Um, and uh, but also, Colin, I'm, I'm excited about the prospect that are you planning an offshoot podcast about crisps? Is this is this something we no. can expect? <laughs> coming like, up? 
I don't, I don't you know, know why what? I we know should, so much about it. it. It's crazy. We were because we're like you know I was going to make that documentary which I never made. Um, maybe we should just podcast it up, man. You know, like, hold on, hold, yeah. drum, hold on, drum, hold on. This story what? about these crisps are amazing, by the way. Like uh, yeah. I, I will. I don't want to get into it too much because I, I don't want to like get it wrong. Um, but yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool, man. We joke about this, but anyone who has listened to an episode of Danger Recall, if you're on the Patreon, you'll know the places that show goes to sometimes in terms of <laughs> trivia and deep dives and stuff. Like if you listen yeah. to Danger Recall for long enough, at some point you are going to hear the Hedgehog Crisp story. I'm thoroughly researched with footnotes and annotations. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's it's coming in the next episode, probably. To be honest, main show, <laughs> main show vibes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know. Quick question, drum. What documentary? Talks about it before, Jay. No, I know, but I can't oh, remember. Okay. I remember this, we've done this. Yeah, I don't want to go over it. No, no, just, just very quickly. Just, just very quickly. Oh, I can't remember I everything we Roz say. Roz. Go and get your job. <laughs> you know, I can't remember anything we say. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm off to have some hedgehog. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> no, I tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll find you the episode, and you can listen to it again. Later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I never expected to drum to say that. From drum. Mm. Oh my god. Yes. All right. I, I, I accept your challenge, sir. You, you find the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll never find the episode that, James. That, is, that is the equivalent the angel equivalent of like the immovable force versus the irresistible force versus the immovable object isn't it drum yeah. finding James a specific episode to, and then him listening to it those two things will never happen no. this, uh, is, this is a clash of titans which is never going to happen yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my I did, goodness I did also have a question uh, now this is obviously no good because you're listening uh, audio uh, but Scott I presume we've got some your, your green screen has just got more and more ragged as time has gone by it looks like you've got a very ripped poster of the danger club behind you there's just a little sort of <laughs> he's just fragment. ripped you out of <laughs> yeah, the poster yeah. I'm just or, and ripped in. himself out <laughs> what's every great time. is it, it looks like i'm kind of popping out of scott's <laughs> yeah, head, head yeah every time you guys don't retweet an episode on a monday i tear a shred off okay and that's why there's only, <laughs> that's why there's only fucking half of it left <laughs> is, it, is it like the poster of dorian gray like how it's just getting, getting a little bit older every time <laughs> yeah, you do yeah, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like when you when you put all the shards together and starts to look like the uh, the danger club at a yeah. comic convention oh, who forgot about yeah. the shards well, well until no, right now until Dan said Colin, it Colin. that's why I forget Colin, about Dre man up. you can't do it for the sake of Colin let's pretend that more than one person put their hand up there at the uh, forgotten about the shards <laughs> I no I hadn't really shards. forgotten about the shards it was just that I hadn't thought about them for the last like, I mean, it's gone to the back of your mind well speaking of yeah. things that we haven't thought about for quite a while Borash, Prince of the Wasteland, has suddenly reappeared. Definitely different than we remember him from being the asshole but now he's <laughs> mm. he could still be yet. an asshole he hasn't yeah, I mean, yet yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see what, what, what happened to him I uh I, the number because there have been so many times when you've heard hints at it that like several of you have been like well it's definitely not Borash and I'm just like that's one of the, yeah. that's the good GM excitement. That's when the oh, I can't wait for this bit. It's you know you don't want to fall into the whole like the whole thing where you go like oh it's an old it must be that guy and then it's going to be the yeah. GM who goes oh I get it everyone is there's only yeah there's only one fucking null of this time in all existence. <laughs> <laughs> like there must be there's a whole race of them they can't all be the same. <laughs> there's only one Nulls null. Are- Nolz have got some great stuff in Mwangi Expanse. Interestingly, the Mwangi Expanse book, as we've said before, came out sort of halfway through this run, so uh, we, I've only had access to it for, for sort of the more recent episodes. Uh, and in it, there is a... Um, the Knolls have become a playable ancestry, and there are loads of heritages for Knolls, including Small Knoll, 
which are based on aardwolves and they're like the size of kind of goblins and halflings and they're like little like you know like aardwolves with the big radar dish ears and all things but they're gnolls yeah. and i'm just like oh i wish we'd known about that i wish they'd existed in law when we were starting this because if anyone has little man syndrome it, it's borash like that would have been perfect <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but instead he's a massive gnoll yeah he's a massive gnoll he's quite big uh, do we still have the bag? They <laughs> 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 could put him back in the yeah. bag. Just think the bag's I probably in the bag of holding. Oh, you have it, do you? Get back so. in the bag. Get back in the bag. You put the bag in the bag. We put the bag in the bag. It's all getting oh, a bit inception, I mean, isn't it? Just the bag in the bag. In the bag. <laughs> it's a good way to store bags, though, isn't it? Put bags in bags. If you've yeah. you know, got loads of bags, put your bags in your oh, bags. Yeah. Bags in bags and bags. Right. Tim, you've you got to put the good bags inside. No, the big, the you got to have the good bags that uh, hold <laughs> the crap bags. Oh yeah, because because yeah. um, yeah, 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 yeah. then you can you can the illusion that it's all good bags, but actually you've only got one good bag, and that's what all the other crap bags are in. <laughs> I, I read a Bang. thing someone said about uh, adulting. Uh, if no one tells you how to do it, then it's just you just basically know that if there is a human in your house that you feed them and you put bags inside other bags and that's adulting yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's pretty good oh, you're gonna go you're gonna go to get your uh, your your borash bag out of the bag of holding and you're just gonna have like flakes of plastic where it's just by one of those ones that's just biodegraded over time because oh. you left it in the air and covered yeah, yeah. do you know what oh. actually yeah because uh, obviously here in the UK we've uh, we largely well I, I try and not use plastic bags anymore but yeah there was that thing wasn't there we get a bag out and it's like <laughs> Like bad confetti, like all of those things lost in like lost like tears in the rain. Lorraine, um, <laughs> <laughs> is she in the temple as well? Is she here? I'm Lorraine. I put Lorraine in the bag. Hiding in the bag, man. I'm seeking forgiveness for becoming a chef through stealing utensils. <laughs> I'm the real protagonist of this story. No. No, Chef Lorraine is not. Get Chef Lorraine out of here. Let's get back into the story. Back with Shania Rain uh, yeah. on her knees in front of the shrine of Grandmother Grace, uh, where she's staring into the face of Borash, Prince of the Wasteland. Uh, he is unmistakable um, as him. He looks, he's a little mm-hmm. thinner, um, and he is wearing, like when you saw him before, he was wearing incredibly expensive clothing, like furs and, and gold jewelry and things. He's now wearing very simple garb um he's got rid of it all and he looks he's looking like ashen faced at you just in mm. terror uh at having seen you uh, as he kind of just right. backs away from you he goes oh, a ghost Holy- a ghost you're back you're back no no i i am i am not a ghost uh, uh, i mean but look at you borash you, what the fuck happened to you, huh? You have come. Talk to me. And uh, Borash knew. Borash knew that he would have to pay for what he did. You, you, you ghosts have come to put me in a bag and take me, take me away forever. You know, I actually feel a little bit bad about the bag thing. Um, even though you are an asshole, I think maybe we were a little bit over the top. So actually, I'm going to say. I'm sorry about the bag, Borash. Okay, just put a hand on his shoulder. Oh no! Do not touch Borash. I mean, you put—he—he he kind of tries to shake you off. Hmm. No, you will die. W- w- why will I die? Uh, Borash is cursed. What makes you say that, Borash? Um. So the rest of you can kind of hear this. Feel free to come in if you want to. But um, you can kind of hear it through the open door. And Borash. Borash has been cursed by the gods for the for the terrible thing that he did. 
And what was the terrible thing you did? Borash left you to die in the wasteland. Because ah. you were mean to Borash and put him in a bag. Because Borash was rude to you. And Borash did not... Borash did not understand at the time. Borash was just thinking of himself. Borash. Yeah, I mean, well... That's true. Um, I think uh, maybe we were a little bit harsh as well. You know, I think that probably we were wrong on both sides. So, hey, how about we say everything's okay and we all feel better? How about that, huh? You, Wait, you want me to get you some food? You may say, but the, the gods do not say to Borash. The gods punished Borash for, for waking up early and telling everyone that we were leaving and leaving you in your tiny hut to die. Uh-huh. Is that really what you did? You really are a piece of shit. Oh, no. No, okay. no, no, no. No, no. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, look, I can see. I can see that uh, you have had a hard time. So what? what is it that makes you think that uh, you... Um, what's happened to you since you did this um, that makes you think this way okay what happened can i tell just, me um, everything can i just sorry to interrupt drum mm. only because dan said that we can all hear yeah. it can caragor just like knock on the door and just get them both to come out into the thing just so it's easier so we can all be interacting in the yeah, scene right, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that something that borash would, would do it would be easier for you all to go into the shrine to be honest because you the little ante room you're in is quite small whereas the shrine is a big sort of it's a big oh room. i so see i had the sizes to... differently in yeah, my yeah, head. yeah okay, no, fine. it's a it's like going into the church and you're we sort all of go in. We all go in. I've got my bag out and grinning. Not Caragot, Caragot, please. What? Oh. Put the bag down. I heard what he's... he said. He liked being in the bag. He said he said he didn't like it, but he did like it when he was in there. Right, put it, I'll put it away. I'll put it inside the other bag, inside the okay, other bag. Okay, there we go. Borash, 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 Borash. Okay. That was it. He's, that was I, a th- I think move, he's feeling man. a little bit you know, off kilter, guys. So let's uh, let's go easy. Oh, on this he's guy. feeling off kilter. I felt so off kilter walking in that sun all that time. Didn't you like being in the bag anyway? You were like, yeah. Just, you were like, oh yeah, p- punch Borash again. Yeah, uh, kick yeah. me again. I like it. Well, Borash was Borash was very confused at the time. Borash was Borash was so busy thinking about whether he could freak your booties, he never stopped to think about whether he should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Borash, where the hell is everyone else from the caravan? What happened to the lady in your caravan? Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Matala. Uh, Matala. Matala. What Matala. happened to her? Please explain. And Thank before you. you answer them very, very good questions, could you just, you know, when you said, uh, we'll leave them lot to die, did everybody else in the caravan go, okay? No, the, the storm was so intense that. They did not know that you were not with us. Borash told them that you had gone ahead. Fucking hell, you are Gee, a piece that of is shit. So out <laughs> of order, man. Shit, so shit. What a dick um, move. Oh, so what? What happened? The the gods the gods knew that Borash had done this terrible thing, and when we got to Kibwe, the gods cursed Borash. He cursed him to. They cursed him that whenever he would meet people that they would turn into monstrous slimes. Uh, now you have met Borash, you will probably turn into horrible slimes as well. Borash is okay. sorry. Uh, and, uh, uh, hold on. As, um, as, did anything happen? I, I, I want to uh, take a step by step. You left us and you escaped the storm with everyone, yeah? Yes. Okay. How did you do that? 
we we went we rode ahead of the storm uh, the storm slowed us down but we got once we got ahead of it we made our way through the mountains and arrived in Kibwe and the caravan dispersed Borash sent everybody off on their way including his two pet hyenas which in retrospect was very irresponsible of Borash to do they're losing the city somewhere yeah, he's a bit <laughs> But Boris was not thinking at the time, only thinking of all of the gold that he could make. Uh, but uh, a little while later, uh, that girl, um, Matala, Matala, she came to see Borash, and she said, uh, she said that she needed help. She said that she had become sick. Uh, she was rambling. Uh, Borash, Borash did not help her properly. Borash simply said. Uh, simply asked her what she had been doing. He was looking for more work. She said that she had been, she's working for somebody in the city. Um, Kalabi. Kalibi, I think. Um, Borash thinks that was the name. Kalibi, she said, that he worked for. Borash thinks, ah, that is a good lead. But and wants to look, and Borash wanted to look into it. So he did not help her. He sent her to, to Dr. Legs for treatment. Borash does not know what happened to her. Maybe, maybe she died somewhere. She did. She died, Borash. She she's died. dead. Oh. Yes, she's Borash. dead. She's oh. dead now. Since that day, whenever Borash has, whenever Borash has met people, horrible things have happened. They have just died and melted away in front of him. Borash sold all of his, gave all of his goods away, and is now just trying to atone. Borash knows his soul will never rest easy after the terrible things that he did, even though he is so handsome. Did, um, oh, oh, handsome and repentant Borash, did Matala say anything to you else about something like a, like a, oh, I don't know, like a, a red snake or a crimson asp or a, a scarlet cobra or a, or, you know, a, a, a vermilion viper or a, oh, that's a great name for a gang, that is, actually, um, or a pub, um... Or a, um, I'm sort of running out of red themed snakes. Just, so. the, just I think the you've st- done very well. <laughs> hey. uh, no, but yeah, um, Scarlet Viper is the. Uh, Borash has heard Scarlet Viper. It is the name of the. Uh, it is the street where. Um, it is the street um, just off the uh, the main market, is it not? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, uh, this is like some weird lily thing again. Uh, uh, okay, um, we can look at that, we'll look, go down the Scarlet Viper for some reason. Oh, that's um, just a coincidence, that could be a coincidence. Um, so could be, but we're checking out. Kali Kalibe, um, do you know, uh, do you know uh, Yeah, what kind of work was it? She was a porter, it Kalibbe? was probably honest work. Bora should perhaps porter. seek out this Kalibi, maybe this, maybe Kalibi will have, will have honest work for Borash and he can, he can atone properly. What were you transporting in this in this big caravan? Uh, was there anything you were transporting to the city that was dangerous? Yes, all of you. No, apart Clearly from you us. are dangerous for you have come back for vengeance on poor Borash. No, 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 no. I, I mean, like some sort of like ooze in a jar or something. Or uh, what was Matala like? What was she transporting or anything? Borash does not know. Borash never asked questions of the people in his caravan. He merely took their money. That's fair enough, I suppose, <laughs> the privacy and things. Um, yes. Alright, so... I'm just wondering... 
because Metala came into contact with them fleshy, flesh, flesh, flesh folk people that we fought. But then again, we all came into contact with them, didn't we? Aye. Quite, quite. In fact, Fulton, you were in one of the bags for all, weren't you? You're in. Aye. You're inside the mouth. I was inside it. Yes. Yeah. And I feel fine. Yeah. Also, they they weren't. I. They were. They were sort of you know, flesh creatures rather than blobs. Yeah, but there's. I mean, I don't know. That, that stage is a virus. Not, yeah. Yeah, they could have some kind of disease. They yeah. could have just been some um, kind of like thing that was resistant to some form of it, and it reduced them to that. I don't know. Can, anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Can, so they could be like carriers, but it doesn't affect them. But they can pass can, on, and you know, it's kind uh, just of, just as as Carol was saying that, can point, I make a, a knowledge arcana check just to try and sort of it, it, you know, with my knowledge of magic, work out if they mm. could if this is plausible? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm going to roll my Sky Guardian Creations dice. Here we go. Let's get some... Sp- oh, it's a good... It's 18. First roll on the die. It's an 18, uh, which gives me a uh, uh, an Arcana. What's 18 plus 14? 32. 32. That is a very, very good roll. It is certainly possible um, that, um, that uh, certain things can be passed from... Um, from person to person there are spells that can do that um and particular um curses perhaps can do that as well uh, as well as diseases hmm. likewise you, as you've ascertained through medicine checks as a disease it could also diseases can also spread that way as well yeah. you always do you always change always do that don't you, you always if someone says something and then you go no it's not possible you roll a dice and go actually i found out personally that it is entirely possible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> actually it's entirely possible and uh yes just came to me uh, they were flesh warps weren't they those things they were, right. yes. Yes. Uh, but you know that flesh warps certainly with that role you know flesh warps are not intrinsically um known for spreading disease like that's not a trait that you've heard of before with them um, it's sort of in a more general sense that things would be passed around. You would be, I mean, you would more expect them to catch something from having Fulton in their mouths than the other way around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Fulton is um, riddled. So, uh, um, Borash, have you uh, met um, any other um, uh, gnolls around? Have you met any other gnolls Bor- since you've been in the city? Borash has not met any other gnolls, no. So... Perhaps it is possible that you are a carrier of this disease, wherever it came from, um, but it does not affect you. So, so uh, uh, who, when you say that you have met people and they have died, um, can you tell us who and and when and where? And also, has it only been uh, humans? Because we've we've kind of done a bit of digging ourselves, and we figured out that only humans are getting it. So, can you just clarify um. if uh, any other beings that you've met? No, it is only Gosh. humans that uh, the Borash has met. There you go, right. Uh, and Borash, when met, Borash met a goblin who wished to be a chef, uh, and they have not turned into slime, unfortunately. No, but I bet they cook up a great slime with made of cheese and pastry. <laughs> um, uh, can you just can you remember as well when you were speaking to Matsala? Did you did you touch each other at any point? Was there any kind of open wounds? Did you accidentally spit on each other for some reason? Any kind of transference like that, can you remember? Mm, yes, she collapsed when she came to see Borash, and Borash caught her. Um, but that is the only time. Borash does not have open wounds. He is a very clean knoll. You are. You're a very clean knoll. So, Dr. Shania, if you could write down potential touch contact as, like, that's the yeah. potential for transferring the Sillering. Yeah, yeah. Um, seems to be the only way so far. And as so we go... No, so gone. No, gone. I'm, I'm done. I was just gonna say. So Matala, when she came here, she was she feeling ill before you 
parted ways in the city? No, not when we parted ways, but when she came back uh, a couple of days later. She was feeling very ill. Uh, and that was after she met... Uh, what was it again? Uh, Kalibi. Ka- That's Ka- it, Kalibi. So we should probably go to see Kalibi because at the point of her leaving uh, Borash and going to see Kalibi, she got this disease. Do you know where Kalibi is? Borash does not know who Kalibi is. Oh, what? It is. Oh. Also, just, just before we, just out of character, um, just before we go try and find, track down Kalibi. What, have we traced the um, the potential current end route of the box yet? Do we know where it is? Or have we already worked out that we don't know, no, know where it is? We don't know where it was. Okay, no, fine. we don't know where it is. Yeah, you know, she you dropped got- it off at a caravan house, but you, you hit a dead end when you found out there were loads of caravan houses. That was it. Um, <clears throat> so it could be. It, by, by now, it could be anywhere in this hemisphere of the planet. Um, but, Ash... You do you know where uh, sh- um, Matala delivered her, uh, her like boxes? Apparently, she went to a caravan house, but we don't know where in the city. Probably to wherever this Kalibi is, um, but Borash does not know exactly where. We, the caravan parted ways once it arrived at the gates of the city. And you say um, Matala was working as a porter, uh, so this is the same kind of job that she would do for Kalibi, yes? Yes, so Borash uh, thinks you were someone who travelled back and forth between the cities bringing yeah. things. Okay, okay, okay. So um, we could go and ask. <clears throat> we haven't played this card very often, and I'm I'm sure you lot are quite reluctant to as well. But we could go and ask Councilwoman Munway where Kalibi is. She might know. Um, yeah, there's not many other people I think we know who would just know a random name in the city and could know where they live. No, I, <clears throat> I think you are right. I think uh, maybe the time has come to to speak to that abhorrent woman. When we speak to her, we give her very little information. Yes. Until hey. we've got a solution to this. Um, she's a human, isn't she, Munme? She is, yes. Also, she might be nasty, but make sure none of us touch her. Yeah, because it is possible that we are all now carriers, yes. I believe. Yeah. yeah, I'm starting to believe that we might be, yeah. Have we touched anyone? Yeah. Do we touch Batsalan? No. Um, no, only with our no. words. Yeah, we did with our words. Shit, who else have we touched? We gave a high five. Who do we give a high five to? Oh, six! We give a high five to six! We high five six! Six is a human! He's gonna die! We must run now! That's that's okay, that's alright, to be honest. Give me. No, it's not! Give me a perception check. Oh, shit, not six! Oh. 12. 24. 16 on my new die. Uh, 28. Okay, so that is uh, everyone with a 24 and up. Um. You uh, you just hear a drip. Um, as you turn around, um, Six is just wiping his eye. He's like, where are we going next? Oh, no. We haven't got a, um, or a quarantine yeah. space to put him in. We're going to have to kill Six. But he's only got six hit points. Yeah. So it's going to take us one round. One oh, horrible round of combat. No. So, Six. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have to do some. We have to go somewhere. Uh, what is your biggest dream? Let, tell us out loud what your biggest dream is. Oh, my mommy, my, my. As he says this, I walk around around the back of him. Oh my god! <laughs> we're not killing him. We're not, Fulton. We are we're, Ross. We are not killing him in the fucking temple. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking him outside. Like, 
Oh, my, I'm being honest. My biggest dream is what's happening right now. To have, to have met some friends like this. To actually get to be part of a real adventuring party. <coughs> it's a... Uh, oh, yeah, well, it's so sick. It's a real... Oh, sorry, I've got something in my eye. Okay, so so, I think maybe... Should we all leave the temple? Yeah, let's um, go quickly. So, yeah, like, let's quickly. Go, should go so, and get you some so, water if so you're not feeling Velda, well. Velda steps forward and says, Abandon goods! And just smashes the jug on Six's head. <laughs> 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 That's what my friend Baba said. Velda smashes Heel the jug turn. of water turn for b- against the side of Six's head just as he is saying about his friends the jug crashes against uh, his head Six stumbles sideways blood coming from the side of his head as the uh, the bits of pottery rain down as the water splashes down and as Six hits the ground he splashes down oh. as his hit body hits the floor and and just melts into a puddle of green slime. You look over and you realise the Reverend is coughing and leaning on the wall. Oh. Uh, as he does, oh, no. you see his hand starting to slide what? Uh, down the thing as he starts to melt as well. Danger Club. Roll Whoa, for initiative. Are we, are we just taking turns as though which one of the Danger Club is going to start a fight, a, a necessary <laughs> yeah, fight right, with yeah. slime? It's not a necessary fight. Episode. That's a very important fight. Well, he was by just jugging an innocent guy in the face. <laughs> he was turning into ooze. <laughs> take was. him outside away from everyone else first, fuck's sake, and then kick, kick, kill him quickly with a blade or something as opposed to bludgeoning <laughs> yeah. him with a jug until he bleeds to death into ooze. No, abandoned Fucking goods. Hell. That's what Bubba said, and I. that's what I did. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> oh my god! You've chosen god. to interpret that in a way that you've chosen to interpret. Hey, that. hey look, it was my jug. Not I can I interpret said. my jug in any way I wish. <laughs> Deeply, I said, say no to the goods, not abandon goods. Abandon <laughs> all Didn't goods. Think we're going to have to Eww. get Velda Camp like this quickly, but you know yeah, what? I've got right, a contingency yeah. plan for it for about three oh. levels. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. There's a contingency plan already in place, and that's that he's starting this combat in melee range of an ooze. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's have some initiative. Uh, Fulton Battlestone, what have you got? Uh, anyway, 17. 17. Not a big roll for Fulton. Bubba Von Hoops? 27. 27. A good roll for Bubba Von Hoops. Caragor One Fang. Can you, in this game, voluntarily take a one on your initiative? Um... It's actually a... <laughs> it's a swashbuckler ability that, like, gets them uh, a bonus for it. Uh, you can... You can't, but you could like you could basically delay your turn until the very end of combat, so you automatically end up at the bottom of it. Like if you're doing that, I'll just put you in as one to begin with. I do that. I think yeah, yeah. I do. I got uh, twenty five on the initiative. Okay. Well, we'll just, hold. We'll put you down as a one, and then we'll say you're delaying for every round until you get just, to the bottom of the order. Just to reflect Caragor's utterly speechless nature. I think that's very fair. Uh, let's get. We didn't touch the priest, then, did we? No. No, but the splash might have got the priest. Uh, yeah. I don't um, think that's how it works. I think it's Velda. Uh, I got a rather pitiful 11. Ooh. Yes. Um, and uh, in that case, then Shania Rain. This will be a big one. 32. 32. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Jesus. The Perception Bates. Queen. Hmm. Uh so unsurprisingly the very first person to act in this combat the first person to realise what is going on sorry that's actually that's that's a complete lie that's a complete lie Uh, it's actually 19 
I think. A 19. Sorry. Okay, that's a. It's a bit better. Sorry, apologies. That may well affect things, but it's not enough to go first because the first person to act is going to be Shania Rain and Philippe. Mm. Uh, you are standing by Borash right at the sort of end of the shrine as you've looked over and just seen Velda do this and seen all of this happen. Uh, the priest is just in the process of just melting away at the moment and just kind of crying out. His, his cry is just turning to a gurgle. A slime pours from his mouth as he starts to melt away. Six is gone by now. Six is already starting to rise up uh, as with long tendrils. Yeah. They are kind of, both of them are kind of amber-coloured um, slime uh, with tendrils reaching out towards so, everyone. What would you like to do? Um, uh, Shania turns to Borash and says, is there another exit out of here? Is there another way out? No, that is the only door. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, then she... Do, 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 um... Let's see. Uh, uses electric arc um, uh, on, I suppose, straight away on uh, the one that's closest to her, which was six, right? Um, it is. And it should bounce over to the priest anyway. It so, will. Um, so they get their. Uh, yeah. They're going to go ahead and make their basic. Grandmother Grace, forgive me! <laughs> <laughs> uh, they go for their basic reflex save. Uh, mm-hmm. There they are. So many stat blocks open in preference for today. Uh, I can tell you that is a critical fail for one of them. Uh, oh, uh, a twenty, so probably a fail, but only a, only a standard, okay. uh, only a standard okay. fail for that. Um, so right. they will take. Um, they're not going to take double damage because they are immune to. Uh, they're immune to. Cr- yeah. Oh, do, are they immune to crits and spells? I'm not sure they are. Let's say they're not. So uh, okay. double damage on one, normal damage on the other one. Okay. Um, All right. Here we go. So it should be three D four plus your yeah. spell, co- your wisdom mod. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So that is like any good two EGM. I have the electric arc uh, tab already <laughs> open because it's one of the best spells yes. in the game. So that is um, a thirteen, and then I double it, right? Uh, so th- yeah. So that one is uh, so twenty six against. Yeah. Against the puddle formerly known as six um, <laughs> slash Enzi. Um, and that is um, just thirty and just thirteen against the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, very good. That's two actions. You've got one action left. What would you like to do? Um, I will. Oh, I don't need to activate Philippe anymore, do I? You don't. It, um, he gets one action on his own. But if you wanted to give him two actions, you can spend one of your actions to do it. So if you okay. want to like send him into combat, mm. then he'll need to do that because he's not in melee with either of them yet. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's do that then. Okay. Um, do you so want, do you want to send him? To... Do you want to send him after the one, uh, the one that was six that is currently got Fulton and Velda next to next to it, or the one that was the priest which has nobody next to it? Uh, the one that was the priest. Okay. Philippe goes bounding over. Give me a, um, give me a monkey attack. All right. Monkey attack. Oh. 28 28 28 is a hit Um, okay great 12 12 points of damage very nice okay so he runs in that's bludgeoning damage so that's all good Mm -hmm. 
He runs in, he punches the jelly and it ripples. Um, he kind of hits the priest in the stomach um, as the priest is doubling over. Philippe, for some reason, looks really pleased to be punching a priest. Um, <laughs> the priest just kind of doubles over and just vomits up more goo as he continues to transform. Uh, but it does knock some of it. Oh, it does some damage. However, I'm afraid to say the electricity is completely absorbed by both of them. Um, the electricity does no damage to them. Um, however, the oh. monkey punch did some damage. Let's see if we've got anything better from Bubba Von Hoops. Bubba Von Hoops flies in with an animated assault. Ooh, that's the sound of it. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so animated assault. All these things like in the area, loads of uh, jugs, Velda's jug. Uh, pots, pans, whatever's around just fly up in the air and start pummeling all of the slime Temple, in a fam- famous for pots and pans just lying around yeah, as, uh, yeah. yeah man, <laughs> pots and pans God everywhere to culinary, you know? God to that's, that's yeah. The, yeah, the shrine of the cutlery well there's definitely <laughs> plant pots and stuff like that, there must be, must be things around, anyway plant pots? Uh, when have you ever seen a plant pot in a church? loads of times really definitely some jugs there's at least two well, jugs there's jugs in church there's two jugs church there's jugs. loads of stuff man there's there's you know statues there's pews <laughs> there's uh there's loads of cushions <laughs> <laughs> those little books you know yeah, yeah those books. little books yeah yeah it's fine there's loads of stuff alright incredible so you've got a couple of options with yep. your uh, you've got a couple of options with your animated assault uh, you can target it in between the two jellies mm-hmm. um in which case you will hit both of them, um, but you will also hit Fulton and Velda. Yeah. Um, or you could just target it on just um, just one of them. Yeah, I'm going to target it just on the priest, trying okay. to get rid of him, because yeah. like, there's Ooh. no one around him as well, so I don't want to hurt any of my friends. Yeah, that's fine. There's Philippe, but you can target it kind of behind him, so it's fine. Uh, the yeah, desk yeah, comes flying in from the room behind and smashes into the back of the priest as he's still transforming. It's like, oh! Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he's still kind of human he's just getting yeah, yeah, beaten yeah. up um, right okay yeah that's um, that batters into it uh, it's a basic reflex again you have learned how this goes focus fire and make and make reflex saves 12 that's a fail yeah that's 15 points of damage 15 points of damage <laughs> very nice take that desk and then I've got one action left I'd yep. like to inspire le courage you inspire courage in everyone and in courage. a correction to our last combat I don't know what was getting into me on our last combat inspire courage indeed does give a bonus to damage it's plus one to hit and plus one to damage for everybody yeah. Woo! so here we go alright you start inspiring everyone what inspiring phrase is Bobby using this time oh yeah uh, he says um <laughs> uh, let go of your inhibitions if they stop you from doing stuff. <laughs> it's not the most inspiring <laughs> quote, but it's the first one that gets you. Natasha Bedingfield. <laughs> Release your inhibitions, feel the yeah. rain on your skin. No one so else. Yeah, I think it, it, it might have been you. Bedingfield, yeah. Oh, speaking of people who are inspired, staring down at the broken bit of pottery that says abandon good um, is Velda Kenblight <laughs> as he stands over the ooze. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, what is this shrine made of? Uh, the shrine oh, in, in is, terms of uh, like the, other, the building is it it's not it's not oh the, the building is made of stone made of stone okay good um, I would like to take use one action am I in melee with it 
You are, yes. You're right next to... You're, you, I would say you are within sort of smashing pot range of it. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> How did I end up there? Uh, right, in that case, I would like to take a five-foot step uh, okay. to not provoke, and I'd like to cast a flaming sphere on the blob. You drop a flaming sphere on the blob. We have a correction on flaming sphere as well. I, I looked into it as to because remember in our last combat we had it in the ground uh, on the floor and the blobs were kind of running over it and taking damage when they ran over it and then taking more damage when it was sustained. Um, flaming sphere only does damage once per round to a single target, so it does damage when you sustain it. If you imagine it's kind of an inert ball that sits there, and then when you spend an action, you kind of channel magic into it and it explodes once and then stays there so it's not going to sit there constantly doing damage passively but it will do damage every time you sustain well, it and it's still a great in spell. that case it should be called like explody sphere rather than flaming sphere i mean flaming oh, I, I, sphere. I hate flaming sphere like, flaming <laughs> sphere is one of my least favorite spells in the game the fact it breaks the critical system the fact that it yeah it, it's uh, the fact well it's it's a well it's an annoying spell. just for you dan I'm conjuring a flaming sphere. I knew. Yes. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, so that is... There we go. Uh, it is a, a reflex save on it the is, blob. It fails its reflex save. What is it? It can't crit... F- is it It can't crit fail or it can't crit succeed? Uh, I think it's it can't crit fail, the uh, reset reflex save. Oh, I don't know. Um, um, it's basically creatures fine. that succeed their save take no damage. Okay, yeah, so it can't... It. It's... It, um, so a, a success is automatically a critical success, um, but a fail is a critical fail. So yes, uh, so it is yeah, it's double damage. Uh, go ahead. Okay, here we go. Double damage, double damage. It's not the best roll. Uh, that is seven, eight, eight. Uh, so sixteen points of fire damage. Sixteen points of fire damage. I can tell you, it does not have resistance to fire. Yes. So. Uh, it does take that fire damage. Uh, six is like, oh, we were friends. We were never <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, that's all of your goes. Fulton Battlestone. I'm all power attack. Bru- uh, I'm gonna furious focus this little thing with Amazing. my warhammer. And you were walking up. I mean, you you were moments away from doing the same thing as Velda does. So I think it's <laughs> fair to say your warhammer is in your hand. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead, make your attack. Yeah. Yes, that's probably gonna be a hit. Thirty-one. Uh, a thirty-one is a hit. Yes. Two. Oh, for fuck! Um, nine, uh, thirteen points of damageio. Nice across all three dice. It's only it's only one. Every so, game, every game. Your no, axe no, no, does two days. No, no, it's not my oh, axe. Okay. It's my warhammer. I only get oh, okay. one plus one d8. Otherwise, I would have. I stand corrected. I stand yeah. corrected. There so is, yes. Uh, so 13. 13 points of damageio. Very nice. And you've got one attack left. Uh, let's go and hit it again. Right. Do, 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 do. It's the same again. 31. That'll nice. do it. Uh, huh. Oh, for f- six points of damageio. Oh, oh. Six, you say? <laughs> yeah. Six. <laughs> oh, well, oh. If, he, if he'd still been human, that would have been enough to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh, if only he'd live. In, in a way, it's what he'd always have wanted, uh, <laughs> to have this many hit points. Um, 
He did level up, technically. There you go. <laughs> he finally got what he wants. Oh, it's the... Call it a level down, really, man. <laughs> it's the priest slimes go. The priest slime stretches out a hand that turns into a pseudopod and starts trying to wrap it around Philippe. Uh, that is a 32 to hit Philippe. Uh, yes, that will hit him. No problem. Is it a critical? Um, what's, uh, what's Philippe saying? He's got 22. 22. So it's a critical hit. Is it a critical? Son of a so, monkey. Oh, 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 oh my this. goodness me. Um, it hits Philippe for... Uh, hits Philippe for 28 points of bludgeoning damage. <gasps> and then what's 7 points of acid damage. For a Whoa. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> I believe that is a a total of thirty four points of damage uh, for Philippe there with its first attack. Okay. Um, it then uses its second action uh, to grab Philippe. It picks Philippe up uh, in its slimy tendrils, um, and then it's going to move. Use its next action to. It's not going to constrict just yet. It's going to get. Let's going to get into the business. It's it's sort of sl- slithering across the room. Um, it just surges forward. Philippe held aloft um, over to where Bubba and Fulton are. So it just kind of surges into the middle of the room, carrying Philippe along with it. Uh, and that's going to be its go. Um, Borash, uh, Borash comes running forward and uh, takes a swing. Uh, with his fist at uh, at the priest jelly, and he lands a hit. I was full on expecting him to run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he deals. Uh, he deals seven points of damage, uh, and then with his second hit attack, he misses. Uh, he's just using his fists, just kind of pounding away, trying to get Philippe free. Um, it is now. It sixes go. Oh, God. It. Oh, what's it gonna do? Um, I mean, there's there's only one thing with the last vestiges of uh, of what is left of it. It moves forward, um, which will provoke from Fulton if you would like to take an attack of. Off. Of course, I would. Um, that is a. Uh... Um, it's almost certainly 30. A yeah, that's a hit. <clears throat> Alrighty. Um, that's a nine points of bludgeoning damage. Very good. You hit it with the Warhammer as it completely ignores you to begin with, Thornton. Like it's like it's got a weird purpose. <laughs> like it's completely focused. A six charges forward and <laughs> stretches out his pseudopods with bits of broken pottery in it towards Velda with a 28. Oh, yeah, that's, that that's going to hit. It's not a crit, but it's definitely a hit. It's a hit. That's very good that it's not a crit because he does some mean crit damage. Um, that is um, uh, that is 12 points of um, bludgeoning damage mm-hmm. and six points of acid damage. 18 points of damage damn that's not too bad oh Philippe I've got some good news for you 
Phil- oh yeah. Philippe have twelve hit points back. I'm reading the crit damage wrong. It's how roll twenty rolls the damage. Uh, uh, I was okay, adding cool. regular damage and crit damage. They're rolled separately. You don't put them together. Okay, so cool, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah, give him twelve hit points back. Uh, it's got one action left. What is it going to do? It's going to flail out at Fulton. Um, Come Fulton on. tried to hit it. Six um, comes no. in with a twenty-five. Um, <clears throat> yes, that is a hit. Oh, <clears throat> go ahead then and have thirteen points of bludgeoning damage and five points of acid damage. Nice. Thanks, He's not got mate. any actions left to grab anybody. Um, as we finally get to the end of the round, Caragor One Fang picks his jaw up off the ground and is able to react. Yeah, I think I'll just um. <clears throat> Take a long, quizzical, like, cockeyed sort of look at Velda, almost as if trying to work something out, um, and then bound forward with a... Let's see now. How far am I away from the closest, Slamy? Uh, you are currently ten feet away. Um, a five-foot step will take you into into range of six, uh, but you're not within melee range of any of them, so you could go after the priest if you wanted to. So, would taking the five-foot step, would that still count as a move action? Uh, it's it's still an action. Everything is an action. Curses. Okay. Um. So hunt prey move and one hit. Yep. Uh, I'll take a hunt prey move and your one hit on on old six. Then I guess with my Caragor uh, gets his new um twirls his new floppy hammers as mini flails out from his belt. Uh, twirls them around and joins the combat with uh, Fulton. Okay. Go ahead. Give me a uh, get your free uh, recall knowledge. So it's an occult check. It's an, an occult check. Total is six. Total is six. You've got no idea what you're dealing with here. Um, But you get your hunt prey bonus. And then you come on in with your attack. Dealing with the consequences of someone's actions is what I'm dealing with. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, he was turning into a blob. Um, That is a 25 to hit. 25's a hit. Okie dokie. With the new floppy hammer with its new striking rune on it. Kapow. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. That's 13 points of bludgeoning damage. 13 oh points. wait I didn't roll the sorry extra damage from the hunt prey um, okay that's 13 plus 4 so 17 17 points of damage very nice uh, we should say off air we did a bit of shopping because we didn't want to subject all of you to another shopping episode so uh, a bit of time happened uh, before probably uh, the last or couple of weeks episode ago uh, where the club went shopping and living and just moved some runes around bought some bludgeoning weapons so you may see some bludgeoning happening uh, so far in this but you reach in with your new hammer and you smash it into six having learned that bludgeoning is probably the way to go with these things and you do some pretty good damage there and uh, that's your full turn so we're coming back round round two Shania Rain and Philippe Shania you are currently the only member of the Danger Club not in melee range of one of these creatures yeah I know idiots <laughs> fuck's sake um so uh she sees Philippe getting held up yeah this vexes her very much um so she that is there any way um, for me to find out whether, like, these creatures would um, be affected by uh, a fear spell? Uh, you can make a, um, you can spend an action and make a recall knowledge check using occultism. Right. Uh, and if you succeed, okay. you may learn something about them. Occultism is probably more Baba or Velvet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. yeah I'm very good at occultism. Um, so, yes, you can have a go, um, but um, I can't tell you whether it will affect them or not. I'm going to try, I think, mm-hmm. 
Mad Monkey. Haven't had that in a while. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I would keep, like, he needs his monkey friends. Um, so, um, God, I can't remember how the fucking thing works now. Um, so, uh, magical monkey spirits fill up the area. They pile and climb on top of one another because the monkeys are magical spirits. They can't be attacked or hurt. Um, casting calm emotions or similar effects over the monkeys makes them docile, causing them to cease making mischief for the duration of mad monkeys. I would like them to make as much mischief as they can on the the the, the slime that's holding um uh, uh philippe okay um so let's see um uh, oh there are there certain things that they can do aren't there like fl- flagrant burglary raucous din tumultuous gymnastics <laughs> <laughs> which is definitely the title of my next album <laughs> So, uh, I think I might use a tumultuous gymnastics on him. Um, uh, so, <laughs> so monkeys, a portal opens above the priest, uh, the priest slime, and monkeys come pouring out of an interdimensional rift, uh, just splashing down in the slime and begin just backflipping and rolling and leaping all over it, uh, pulling bits of it off and uh, uh, jumping around and trying to generally distract the slime. <laughs> It's going to make a reflex save. Their reflexes, yeah. as you might expect, very bad. Uh, that's a 16. Uh, your spell DC, I think, is uh, 20... What, 24? 22, 22. I think. okay. Oh, so that's be, a fail. Yeah, I think it's 22. It is not a critical mm-hmm. fail. Um, okay. So uh, they are... Right. Um, uh, so for one round, they must succeed in a flat check whenever they want to attempt to manipulate action. If they fail the check, they lose that action. Um, right. So there are now monkeys bouncing all over it. Uh, you've got one action left. Philippe has got okay. one action. Philippe can attack um, without needing to move this round because he's in melee. He, he is grabbed, okay. or he can try to escape. Um, uh, wh- what I'm going to do is I'm I'm um, I'm also going to uh, um, yes um, produce flame. I think is that a one action spell um, oh no it's not no it's not no, you can't do it sorry i thought it was no it's problem not. okay no forget it all right um in that case um no i'm just gonna um stay where i am and philippe can do some stuff okay um, yeah, so philippe t- can try and escape you've got I two think. actions for philippe so philippe wants to try to escape okay. the first thing he needs to do is to make an unarmed uh he needs to make an unarmed attack um, okay, you can also okay. you can try acrobatics or athletics if he wants to, but I think unarmed will be just make a monkey attack basically. Um, and if he succeeds at that, he might be able to get free. Like I can't see uh, on on my sheet here. I can't see like what his skill, like his acrobatic skills. Are okay, don't worry about it. They're probably not great because yeah. he's he's only a monkey. So okay. go ahead and give him a. Um, All right. Go ahead and make a and make an attack roll for him. Oh, natural 20. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a critical yeah. success. Uh, that means uh, That means he gets free from the slime. He frees himself. And if you want, he can make a five foot... He can take a five foot stride as a free action, uh, which does not provoke. So if you wanted to take him away from it, he could do. But you can just leave him where he is and keep attacking if you want. No, he's going to attack Okay, as well. He's he got one action too, left. Right? Make, a, make yeah. an attack roll then. Yeah. No well, penalty because yeah, he's free attack. of the slime. Yeah. Um, so 
This attack is a 20. A 20 is going to be a hit. Give me that monkey yes. damage. 18 points of damage. 18 points of monkey damage. Both I reckon fists. he goes in with a, with a kick. Oh, oh, both fists, yeah. Gets both free. Fists. Monkey kicks the slime, splashes a load of it uh, around. That's a strong round. That's a good round. So one of them is now covered in monkeys and has another monkey kicking the hell out of it. Uh, and standing right next to that, all of those monkeys and that chaos is Bubba Von Hoops. All oh, right, Bubba Von Hoops would like to take five steps back, you know, just yep. to stay out Very of range sensible. of these things. And shoot some good old-fashioned magic missile pie Very in these nice. Now, bear in mind, you only, uh, you'll only you have slightly fewer missiles because you t- use one action to step back. So you uh, it's uh, the number of missiles is to do with the number of actions you spend, I think, isn't it? Uh, y- yes, it is. I didn't realise a five-foot five step is an action. Is that right? Yeah, everything is an action. Anything you do is an action. Come on, Dan. <laughs> he, did, he, did just, he did just say exactly the same thing to me Two. on my round of combat as well. So. Okay, all right. Okay. Oh, how far? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Right, you right, can right, stay right, right, right next right, to right. it and, and fire all of them if you want. Uh, yeah, how close is it to me, uh, I guess? Uh, it is right next to you. It's in melee with you um, at the moment. Great. Yes, I did actually roll my damage before, but if I'm moving, that's going to change. All right, so it's uh, 17 points of damage, so I'd like to fire, uh, like... Uh, I think it'd be four missiles, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, four missiles I've got. So 17 points of damage I've just rolled for those. Okay, uh, step back. I'd like to, yeah, send 10 into the ten points of damage into the one closest to me and then seven at the other one. That'll, that'll do. Yeah, that's fine. Spread it around. Okay, and yeah. uh, with your step back, are you are you just stepping back five feet? You make a step action or are you making a full move action to move up to 25 feet away? Uh, well, if, if I can move, then I'll definitely move out of range of them, okay. yes. That's yeah. fine. So you okay? We'll move you all the way back to the shrine, kind of back over. You basically move up to the end wall uh, past Shania. So you're yeah, you're well out of the way. Uh, so you back off. You open up uh, the your glowing chest, and you send a volley Ooh. of magic missiles crashing into both of them. Um, as we pan back around to the evil glaring eyes of Velda Kenblight, what will happen when he <laughs> abandons good? We'll find out next hey. week. That's where we leave hey. it for tonight. Hey. Nice. Beautiful. Abandon. Oh, I just found the acrobatics, actually, and the athletics for, for him. He's Abandoned. pretty good. Nice. Yeah, he's, he's a monkey, isn't he? Yeah. So. He's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Abandon good. Last week's episode was made possible by our patrons, especially our Tindalang of the Week, Stephanie Minis. Oh, thanks, Stephanie Munis. Oh, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> to get your name on the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Ginger Club Podcast. Go on. Aye, aye, aye. Aye.